It's happy hour over at Sad Styles Productions. We have four podcasts on tap. Here's the thirst-quenching lineup for this week. On Tuesday, the Retrograde Podcast saves Colonel Grimm with this week's game, Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Frameworth presents The Sign-Off. Mikey and Brian sit down with Doug Gilmore to learn what he likes more, being a player or a coach. On Friday, Losing Money with Andrew Bascom pops some anti-inflammatories and makes some picks for the Preakness. Also, UFC 262 is this weekend, so you know he'll be making picks and losing money on that as well. No last call here. The podcasts are always flowing. Get into it. Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Alright, let's do this thing. Alright. Sergeant's Man Army Heroes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a good episode. All right, here we go. I honestly, like, I have no idea what the title is, and I'm gonna just go with that. <laughs> I li- I literally was like making jokes, and then I went, "Okay, well, I don't actually know what it is." So that's fine. All right. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, uh, where we remind you what you used to love <laughs> and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am Mikey Atcher, Aaronworth. Oh, that's so very good. That is Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast, and we're so excited to be coming back to another week. Do you like what I did? I extended it out a little bit. You did. It really caught me out. off guard. It did. It really caught me off guard. And you also turned into a British person. You're yeah. like, that is so very good. <laughs> yes, indeed it is good. And welcome again. <laughs> I can't wait to do an all-British episode one time. We'll do like a Sherlock or something. Well, we know, have... Maybe maybe uh, not British, but a good uh, American noir episode. Oh, we are so excited to be doing that yeah, next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll announce that at the end. How about I that? I think so. That's I think so. Yeah. yeah. But for this week, we're obviously taking a look at Army Men, Sarge's Heroes, Army a name Men. that you are struggling to remember. Oh and uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Welcome. Secondly, typically what we like to do on the podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Usually something that had some sort of an effect on us. We rate the game as we remember it back in the, the day. Yep. And then we take a little bit of break, play the game, play some of that audio. <laughs> And then uh, come back and rate it as it stands up in the modern day against right. like some modern games. Uh, but before we do that, we like to take a oh. swift left turn. Okay, we're going left. Andrew, I have something I have to bring up. Okay. Is it is it Sergeant Blaster's army heroes? <laughs> no, it's no. not. Oh, okay. No, this is us taking the left turn. Oh, sorry. We're yeah. not talking about that game yeah. for the next 20 minutes at least. For half a second, I was looking forward and I'm like, oh, right. We're going left. Right, right, right. No, no, yeah. no, no. We, we don't do this podcast thing properly. <laughs> um, no. So do you ever get it in your head when we're recording this? You're like, I'm making eye contact. Yeah. And I can't remember if I normally do that when we record. Oh. <laughs> I got in my own head about it. So while I was saying that I was purposely like looking towards my Xbox 360, which is just lonely facing the corner <laughs> like it's in the fucking Blair Witch project. It's <laughs> It's resigned to death, like that last guy. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is, I, I'm glad you're talking about that because we'll talk about eye contact in a little bit, which it's going to be tough to explain. Can we also talk about eye robot <laughs> and then eye Tanya <laughs> and eye Tanya? Yeah. Oh my god. I, uh, I, it's tough to explain to eye robot what about eye contact, but uh, <laughs> no, is uh, is uh, oh god, what the hell were we just talking about right there? Well, we were talking eye about contact. we were talking about because I was eye contact and I was looking, I was looking at the Xbox. Yeah. We make a dramatic amount of eye contact while we record this episode because you have to really read someone's mouth to know oh you are almost finished speaking now it is my time to speak and, and some people would call that reading someone's lips but mm, not you. No. you you're you're about the whole mouth it's like when when someone calls it the vagina you're like <laughs> uh-uh that is just one small part <laughs> i you know what it's a weird thing is when we're not on my woman though it's one large part that's oh. the biggest part of her 
whole business. What is that? What's yeah, the, the whole business? The whole yeah, business. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I, I go to the business doctor about uh, <laughs> that's the OBGYN business doctor. Oh, the B in the OBGYN is business. Yeah. OBGYN. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, old business. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, what a start! Welcome uh, to Gashcast. <laughs> Okay, so eye contact. Yes, we make a dramatic amount of eye contact. Yes. And so you forgot that we made eye contact? Well, no, it was just, I, I caught myself thinking about whether or not I give, oh, you were talking about Blair Witch Project. Yeah, that scared the hell out of me as a yes. kid. That, yes. the like, the whole movie was very scary as a kid, also because I was the exact generation that was like, so this is real? Yes. This is real? Yes. Whoa. Oh my God. Like they went to Cannes Film Festival with this movie, which first of all, should have been a tip off, but um, <laughs> it, you get, guess what's uh, premiering at a Cannes Film Festival? A snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. But yet at the same time, they were handing out flyers like for missing, for these actors, like missing uh, people yeah. things. They So they built up this whole thing that it was like super scary. And so I went into this movie thinking, oh my God, these people are real and they're actually dying. And I always found that the last scene of the guy resigning to death, just giving up, like, I'm not fighting. I'm just going to let him just kill facing me. the corner. One by one, the scariest thing in the world. It honestly, like, I, you know, if, if you weren't around our age at the time this came out, if you were younger, you yeah. may not have known that. But oh. the Blair Witch Project, which is now one of the most, I'd say, famous horror movies of the last 20, 30 years. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, it's, it's over 20 years old, so yeah. Yeah, 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it has to be the last 30 years then. It can't be the last 20 years. 20, 20 30 years. What is, what number are you doing? Oh, you, oh, is it like 29 years in the future? 2030? 20, 2030. 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, oh, I have something I want to bring up about oh, that. Yeah, no, yeah. But, but people may not realize that we were originally sold that this was a documentary. Yes. That this was found footage. Like, this was kind of the beginning of the modern day found footage yeah. film, which wouldn't really rise to prominence until after Cloverfield, I think. That's when it became, like, very, very popular. Uh, I say Paranormal Activity. Oh, was that found footage as well? That was a found, because it was all like security camera footage and right, stuff like that. Right, 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 right. I think right. that's like also in the same vein of saying, like at least at Cloverfield, they're like, well, we spent money on this. Yes. A couple tens of millions of dollars on yes. this thing with the graphics alone. Like Blair and Witch. Most, most of that budget was just to pay TJ Miller to be the voice behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then all that money to, to, re, to get someone else to record it. Um, <laughs> to erase them from human history. <laughs> to pay his legal bills. <laughs> Um, uh, have fun Googling uh, is is like these movies that were made for like a couple hundred thousand dollars yes. and then went to make 200 million in yeah. revenue, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's really the my big fat Greek wedding of horror movies. <laughs> oh uh, my God. I used to think that movie was called my big fat hairy Greek wedding. <laughs> I, I legitimately believe that's what it was called. And I, was, I went to my parents and I'm like, do you want to go? Do you guys want to go see a movie? And they were like, sure. I was like, well, that new movie, my big fat hairy Greek <laughs> wedding is out. And they were like, I'm that can't be what it's called. I'm yeah. like, trust me, guys. I watch Ebert and Roper at the movies. Yes. That's what it's called. Oh, you're showing your age too. You, Siskel was already dead by the Siskel time you were watching. And guess who killed him? Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Heart disease? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, okay. So you mentioned 2030, yeah. the year. And yeah. the reason I want to bring that up is I just watched a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say something about the Mayans or something. And I'm like, I no, don't. No, honestly, no. Mikey, I honestly, don't. Honestly, I don't get I don't have mind. time. <laughs> um, but if you did, check out my other <laughs> Maya cast. Maya, <laughs> which also has to do pod. with this movie I'm about mm, to talk about. Okay. There's so I watched the Mitchells versus the Machines, mm. which is fucking phenomenal. So good. And there's a, a there's what, one of the things I loved about it is the amount of subtle jokes that are are inserted in it that you may not even notice. Yep. And 
one of the uh, characters in the movie, her screen name, her name is Jade, and mm-hmm. her screen name is Jade Runner twenty forty nine. And I was like, that's really fucking. That's cute. really. I love yeah. that. I love twenty forty nine. Did it. you have you seen that movie? I have. It is phenomenal. Isn't it amazing? It's it's so. It's just man, Lord and Miller. I just like. Well, they didn't write this one though. They just they produced, produced it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. but like. I'm know. sure they had. I trust it, these guys. It more felt than, like they had their hands all over. I actually think one of the guy. Oh, no, you're right. They only produced it. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, they only produced it. But man, it was so unnecessarily good. Like, it comes yeah. down to even the really unique animation style oh that the God. whole thing's in, which is really beautiful. And then the little flat animations of people reacting or freaking out, which I really liked. And it's super funny. And at the end, I cried. So, uh, I, I, Jesus. Uh, I, honestly, the, the amount that this movie made me feel uh, was just heavy. And yeah. in the best way possible. Were you cheering for the robots? I was I was absolutely cheering for the robots. My favorite characters were the two uh, SNL. It was Fred Armisen. Who was the other robot? I think it's Beck Bennett. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, they they are the two defective robots that uh, that eventually help the Mitchells against yes. the army of robots. Yeah, and the, the way that they drew the faces on and stuff like that, so that you could mark them differently from everyone else, it was great. Such a great idea. And it's like, no, look, we are humans. Yeah. Uh, oh the, man. The, the general premise of this movie, and it's available on Netflix now. And if you haven't seen it or have avoided seeing it because it's animated and you're not sure about it, yeah. this is possibly the best movie of the year so far. Yes. Um, and it's definitely worth watching. Two hours for an animated movie is pre- pretty long, mm-hmm. um, but but no wasted time. It's essentially about a, a dysfunctional family trying to do their best against the oncoming robot apocalypse. Yes. Uh, some fantastic voice acting in there. You got Danny McBride as as the dad. And I give them all the credit in the world because they got Danny McBride to not do a Southern person. And yeah. I just, all the credit in the world to them for that. You know who he sounded like was, uh, who's what's the guy's name who plays Bob Duca? Oh yeah, I don't. don't and, yeah. and he looks like him too. But but then you have a, a bunch of the cast of SNL. Eric Andre is is a character in there as well. Maya Rudolph Maya is the Rudolph mother. Is the mom. Uh, Abby Jacobson's the daughter, who's the main character, yeah. who's who's half of Broad City. Um, the dog obviously is the main character. Uh, <laughs> so, so many good jokes coming from that dog. Um, yeah, the whole thing was just so good and funny and like little payoffs. And I I really it also I imagine if you are a daughter. Uh, and you have a father or you a father and you have a daughter, this movie must just strip your soul. What like, if you're a brother and you have a father and you don't have a daughter, but you okay. do have a sister and your right. dog is kind of more oh like God. a cat okay. um, and you this are like just very, question. very sad inside. Okay, yeah. And so when you're alone, you want to cry, but mm-hmm. like your medication won't help let you do that. Really? Yeah. And that so so you're kind of, you sit staring out the window a lot. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like you hear a police horse going by and you really want to make a TikTok about it but because of the way that your um condo is is uh is 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 so associated Mm -hmm. um you can only hear them as they're going by the window so you can never even film them oh too late it's too late what what about that uh yeah i think you'd enjoy the movie okay did you i loved it okay I honestly, it's it's really good. Everything about it was good. Olivia Coleman, sorry, Olivia Coleman as the ro- as the main robot villain. Oh yes, so got her to be funny and so good. Oh man, it made me laugh so much. So yeah, Eric Andre as the absolute tech doofus. Yes. Uh, heads up, everyone. Next ten years of villains are always going to be young billionaire tech idiots. Yes, That's exactly. Just yeah, yeah. So heads well, up on that. In both the movies and in real life, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you said you also had seen two other movies that you wanted. To I talk did. About. So and, I, and I was like, tell me about them. And you're like, I refuse to talk to you until the mics are hot. I give you a very creepy, uh, oh, what's that horror movie? Oh, Shutter Island, right? I'm an old woman. I go, oh. <laughs> 
And you're like, oh, okay, I know what that means. Shutter Island, more like shutter up. You know did what I mean? Did you like Shutter Island? I did. Yeah. Uh, but I was also prone to love anything that Scorsese and uh, DiCaprio had their hands in. Okay. So I think I should go back and rewatch it. The the twist is cool. I mean, we don't need to get into Shutter Island, but I remember like Not my it. favorite. Okay. Not my favorite. I love Scorsese and like I, I, I'm on both sides of the camp with people like where I'm like sometimes his later stuff gets way too praised. Yes. And then the Irishman comes on and people are like, no. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait. It's actually pretty good. And they're like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, okay, I can't win. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's 12 hours long. Okay. It's close. Uh, it, it was three, but um, a lot of, lot of very good movies are three hours long. Yeah. A lot of really bad ones are three hours long too. Actually, I don't know if that's true. Is that true? How many bad movies are three hours long? Well, on the, spot, on, your, on the spot, you have to name them all, or your that, point is is disqualified. Justice League. Mm, got me there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the two other movies I saw was uh, Barb and Star go to Vistel Del Mar, and, uh, and I also saw Without Remorse, which is the Tom Clancy, Michael B. Jordan one. That's one that I'm, I'm interested in watching. Okay, so for both of these, yeah. they, I like them, but I'm going to understand that it's not going to be 100% crowd-pleasing fair. Okay. okay? So uh, Barb and Star... If you like Kristen Wiig, you're going to like this movie. It's like, it feels like a fever dream she had and she wrote it down like in the middle of the night. I love that. Like, okay, cool. There's huge scenes of like, there's dance scenes. There's like things. And so people in a more traditional comedy are be like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, you just got to go with sure. stuff because the payoffs on stuff are so funny. And clearly Amy Mumolo, the, the co-writer and co-star of the movie and Kristen Wiig just know each other so Who well. Who also wrote Bridesmaids. Who wrote Bridesmaids right. with Kristen Wiig. Uh, and so like these characters are clearly just people they do in life. Right. And you could tell because it's so like so honed so good yeah and when it ended i'm like oh that was so enjoyable also there of all the movies that are not being made during pandemics uh comedies are the first one that got clipped 100%. and so it was just fun to see people having fun and being weird about stuff i, I found that about the mitchells versus the machines as well lord and miller everything that they're involved in has a very specific sense of humor and some of the jokes just had me guffawing i'm yeah. not used to like you said i'm not used to com new comedies being very good yeah so laughing at a movie that is relatively recent is a strange but very so satisfying feeling. Absolutely. So that one, I, I would get like, I would, I loved it. And if you, if you have a sense of humor like mine, you know what I mean? But like, I also am like a Muppets and musical person. So like <laughs> those two true. are very common trends in this movie. So you gotta, you gotta like that. We, we were, we were uh, <laughs> on as a, Andrew and I, we, we hang outside oh, yeah. of this. And oh, yeah. pre-COVID, uh, we would like once a year to go down to Buffalo to watch a Bills game mm -hmm. from Toronto. Mm -hmm. And we had a bus with our families and we went down and on the way back, we've been drinking all day. We watched the game. Most of us are passed out. And Andrew takes over the uh, the iP iPhone yeah. to put music on and puts on fucking Les Mis yeah. and sings it at the top of his lungs while like swinging from the rafters of the bus. And yeah. we're like, Andrew. I nearly crushed my sister to death. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Um, that was a yeah. You got you got to be you got to be okay with performance in my life. Okay, yes. so th this movie is very much performance. Um, and then you get into the other one, which was without remorse, which they want to make the series of books. I think it's named John Kelly, John Clark. Uh, you know, eventually he becomes uh, of like which is the opposite of the um, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. So Jack Ryan's an analyst that got put into an extreme situation and keeps finding himself like I'm not this guy. Right. You know, and that's what's interesting about it. John Kelly's the uh, John Kelly's the opposite of that. Okay. John Kelly's like, 
I fuck yeah, let's kick down doors, let's kill people. And this movie is not perfect by any means. And 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 I can see people's criticisms of it, it but it is like almost identically an 80s action movie. Like great, almost down great. to the T. And it's unnecessary, it's stupid at times, it's hyper-violent, but that's what we liked about all these 80s action movies. It's yeah, like, and I'm we kind lost of sh- our sentiment towards it for some, or yeah. a lot of us have, or we, we immediately poo-poo it, but it was enjoyable. Like there's a reason Stallone was as popular as he was. Yeah. Those movies are unironically very fun to watch. That's yes. why John Wick did so well. Sometimes you turn that 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 uh, you suspend your disbelief and turn that part of your brain off and really enjoy yourself. Totally, and there's something very similar about it. You know, John Wick is very much a, a, a post. 2000s version of it, like where they, there's a lot more empathy and there's a lot right. more character building. Well, because the dog dies. In well, it. the dog dies, and boy, boy, does that dog die! Oh, quite, quite the death. I my ringtone yes. whenever someone sends me a text message is the whimpering sound oh. that dog makes <laughs> yeah. when it when dies. It kicked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kicked to death. Um, so in this one, you it's in the trailer, so I'm not ruining anything. His wife dies. And oh, Andrew, it, oh, I don't the, watch trailers. By the way, pregnant wife. So, well. Depends so how you, two depends. souls, two, two souls have died. Depends how you see it. Yeah. Well, how far along was she? Was it immediately at the point of conception? Because if that's the case, two souls died that night. I, you know, I didn't obviously, I didn't cut her open and do the rings like a tree, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I think she was pretty close. Uh, Look at that. I think those are arteries. Yeah. And the amount of arteries around tells you one, how old two, she is. Three, four hearts. That's pretty good. Uh, like a cow. Um, so yeah. Those are stomachs, Andrew. Oh, right. Shit. Okay. Okay, so what? What's explain four hearts then? <laughs> you explain four hearts. I that's, did it. That's I'm a just good hand in poker. It. That's all I know. That's true. <laughs> That's like a naked gun joke right there where I reach into her stomach and I go, huh, a royal flush and I pull out four hearts. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> there you go. We should write the naked gun series. I, I, without Leslie Nielsen, it would feel like- uh, Oh my God, what? hear me out. Okay. This, this speaking of fever dreams, this episode feels like our fever dream. We're just, enter- <laughs> we're on high on cocaine right now. Lord and Miller do the remake to Naked Gun. I love it. Love it. Let's where where do I need to sign? I don't know how I'm involved. How do we write this? Yes. How, how do, do we write Lord and Miller writing and make it go? Can I get the finder's fee for this that I came up with? Can it like I'll be like associate producer. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'll do catering on it, okay? I'll be a sociopath. Okay, that's true. Yeah, so nothing changes from IKEA. <laughs> um so yeah, no, like I don't really get where the the criticisms of without remorse come from because it is just like naked ambition of just like this guy's like he he does a lot of horrible things. Michael yeah. Jordan does a lot of horrible things. And then the government's like, okay, but you're the best. So we got to get you on this. That's 80s. Classic trope. Yeah. And I had people like, that's ah, not believable. I'm like, what part of this is believable? So this this is maybe making this too serious, but is there, it, I, I haven't heard any of the criticisms or any, anything okay. about this movie, but Tom Clancy is very much known for a traditional white action protagonist. Is oh. is there, did people think this was trying to make a statement by casting Michael B. Jordan as the protagonist and therefore they held it to a different I don't know. I'm not that's saying a, that's that one way or another. I, but. I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, I just think also like if, of the actors to play a role like this, Michael Jordan's kind of perfect. Yeah. He takes off a stop. You're like, ooh. That guy could fuck somebody up. You know I, what I mean? Like, do you remember watching Black Panther in the theaters? Oh. I heard like dripping sounds when he yes. when Killmonger took his shirt and off. I apologize, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he he did that. He, he was like, oh my god, because he wasn't Creed um, trimmed down. He was Creed if he'd also put on twenty more pounds, yeah. like yeah, he was yeah, able yeah. just to eat and like live. Yes, and you're like, oh, holy shit! That's He's crazy, also, man. by the way, this is like the most embarrassing thing. But his aesthetic in that is like the aesthetic that I'm like. I wish I could pull that off. Oh, <laughs> a, a gold tooth, a little gold frame glasses, the dreads to one side, like the, 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 the jean jacket and the white t-shirt. I'm like, man, that looks so good. That's pretty cool. I'm like, I wish I, I don't have the drip like my guy. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so yeah, no, I just, of, of any act, I don't, I don't think that was it. I, I'm sure among the, uh, the incredibly racist. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure there's parts of West Virginia that Which are like, is, what the hell? To be fair, half our base. Yeah. <laughs> half the listeners of this podcast. So I don't know. I would still go and watch it. Cause I, I think if, I think there's a real video game aspect. That's why Tom Clancy's lended himself so well to video games. Oh yeah. And that, that aesthetic works really well. And if you like video games, you probably like that movie. I just, I don't get it. Cause I went on like IMDb when I was looking up all the actors. It's a 5.8 out of 10. And I'm like, huh. huh, I don't really get that. But like, I don't think it's a nine. No, but like a seven, there's room for sevens in movies. Yeah. We need more sevens. I agree yes. with that. hundred percent. Well, we already had one and what's in the box. Well, um, look at Andrew, that's a good joke. Thank you. Andrew, that's a, you know, what's in the box? <laughs> fun a dvd copy of the movie seven. <laughs> oh, that's in, in the box which brad pitt says what's in the box yeah and you know what's in that box a dvd of seven no oh. andrew his <laughs> wife's head oh right i was <laughs> gonna keep doing this loop until you got the wrong answer <laughs> christopher nolan would do it where it's a dvd of seven yeah, and he holds yeah. it up and goes what's this and they're like oh my god the movie crumbles in on itself um Oh my goodness. So, so speaking of uh, the video game aesthetic of Tom Clancy. Yes. Uh, have you been playing any video games this week? No, I've I've only been playing Overwatch as, as I am <laughs> want to do because th it is now filling up that thing of like, I play for half an hour, I go, okay, and exactly. I put it down and it's it's contained. I think yeah. that's a big part of it. I am desperate to go play a game that has a good story and to get super into, but I'm totally okay with this Overwatch thing. Speaking of Overwatch, I brought it up, but it doesn't matter. Um, is <laughs> they were saying, because... Uh, Blizzard is m making big noise right now, especially with Jeff Kaplan leaving. Yep. They're trying to show its viability of its games because right. it recently said that it lost 20 million online players in the last couple of months. And so they were explaining where it came from and why sure. and actually how this is not really a bad thing because these people were just very casual. They weren't real people anyway. And in its process- They weren't real people anyway. <laughs> they might not be. I don't know how real people work anymore. <laughs> but they were saying how- Overwatch has gained 10 million new players in the last year while not releasing any new characters or any new maps. That's, and it didn't, so I didn't read that, but it feels like it's beginning to become a little bit of a ghost town in there. Really? Like the way matchmaking's working, I was in a, I was matched the other time with people in Masters, which should not Whoa. happen. And I, it just felt weird. Like it just feels like there are these odd matchups being happening. Maybe the player base isn't as big. Maybe it has to do with the fact that they have the flex position and, and they're yeah. and they're just trying and priority passes. So sometimes they have to. Regardless, it does kind of feel like it's a star at the end of its life. Like maybe it'll have one more flash, but it's just kind of, it's still big, but it's feeling a little bit more dull. Um, but I love going, I watched a video. There's this guy, Carcue, who makes videos on YouTube about Overwatch. And he often has someone who's specifically very, good at one character okay. and he does like one tip for each character against oh. each of the other characters seems Karku K-A-R-Q he also does uh, a lot of uh, uh, video development for the Toronto Defiant the Overwatch oh, League yeah, team. Yeah. he's based in Toronto and he had someone on for D.Va and I watched that video and I was like I need to play D.Va now and it turns out D.Va is the best character Diva's in the, the best game. character. It's insane. But I, I've been going back and I've been enjoying it. You mentioned though, Andrew, that you had, uh, uh, you're looking for a game with, with story. Yeah. Have you made any progress in, in finding anything like that? Are you looking for like a triple A title or do you need like, like what about, what about some of these smaller games, like the indie games that, yeah. that, that you used to get into quite a bit? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's also one of these things of like, you know, I can't, I can't find a partner. And then you're like, well, what have you done to look for it? Like I haven't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like the same shit of like this where it's like, I ordered Cineplex popcorn and a partner <laughs> didn't arrive with it. Yeah, exactly. They, no one's been knocking on my door, just coming up randomly. <laughs> hey, you look pretty healthy. 
Um, so like, I'm not really going out and seeking it. I'm kind of hoping for like one of the many websites I go to to go stop everything. This yeah. is the game everyone's got to play. But it feels like, and for whatever reason, because we are at the beginning of a new console cycle, why is there no show-stopping game where it's like, everyone has to play this game? Well, here's the thing is we thought we were going to get that this month in either Returnal on the PlayStation 5 mm. or Resident Evil 8. Oh, Returnal. It, Holy. Returnal's, it's got some issues, apparently. Returnal's, the only thing it does is, uh, in its name only, That's it gets returned. Yes. It's, oh, holy. that's true. But he, So here's my my big thing. So it's a roguelike, if you're if you're not familiar with, with, uh, with, with Returnal. So the idea of re starting your saves over again while maintaining some consistent level of growth is common but apparently people are losing their entire game saves Ooh. now similar to what cd project red did with cyberpunk mm. the development team is saying we think you guys should hold off playing this game until we get the first major patch out which video game development companies fucking stop that yeah stop that that doesn't make you look honest it makes you look incompetent exactly yeah like give us the delays i don't care anymore maybe there was some pressure from sony for exactly this reason That's which what is I was guys we need some triple a titles yeah but that had sort of mixed reviews i've heard some great things about it and i will end up playing it once they patch it um resident evil 8 is getting some mixed reviews but overall pretty pleasant i think i think it's getting similar reviews pleasant, to pleasant. this is yeah. a nice way of doing yeah. it uh, but, eight foot vampire lady chases around that was <laughs> pleasant <laughs> But the people who, who want to like it or wanted it to be good because they know what they like in games appear to be enjoying it okay. and all the power to them. I still think I'm going to get it, Might but I'm, I'm playing my way through Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. We'll, okay, we'll talk about Arkham Knight. Yeah. I got to get you on. We got to get you to do a VR Twitch of- uh, I won't do VR. Resident, come on. I don't think there even is VR on, on Resident Evil 8. Maybe on the patch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the shit out of me. You know what would happen is I'd be, I'd be Twitch streaming it and I'd accidentally click my SLR icon, sex like real, and I'd just be <laughs> masturbating to VR porn. Which, uh, there's a healthy, uh, there's a healthy appetite for that on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so no, we, I just want to desperately get you to play it on Twitch because, first of all, I don't want to play it. It's no, fucking scary as shit. I don't want to do that. really fucking So scary. I want to torment you. <laughs> I, I, I will, I'm, uh, I'm kind of waiting. I do want to beat Batman because I, I get into Let's this talk. habit a lot yeah. of, of starting a game, liking it, and not finishing it. That is, um, Mikey doesn't, hashtag Mikey doesn't finish. Mikey doesn't finish. Yeah. And it's a big problem that I have, so I don't want to keep jumping from game to game to game. Right. But I do want to play RE8 before it's old news. You know, I want to be- That's so true. I'm kind of struggling with that, but here's the thing. I'm fucking loving Arkham Knight. I am loving this game. And you know what it is? What's that? What's my biggest complaint with uh, with with open world games? Things are too big. Too big and and it takes this, too long to travel. And that well, not really. Okay, this didn't work. The side missions. You have a lot of complaints. I have a lot of complaints about open world games. <laughs> what do you want me to start? Well, actually, no, but that's a good point. The, Arkham Knight isn't an enormous city. You can get from one end of the map to the next relatively quick. It's bigger right. than Arkham Asylum, but the the modes of Arkham City, Arkham City, and Arkham Asylum. Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's bigger oh, God, than both yeah. of those games. But the means of traversal can get you from point A to point B much quicker. Also, the side missions are fucking fun. Yeah. I'm not finding myself, and they're, oh. they're, and they're not too many of them. Yeah. So it's not like Assassin's Creed. I always go back to the diving bell missions. Yes. Where they're there, so I'm going to do them because the developer, the developer put them in the game, so I'm going to play them. Yeah. But in this, it's like I'm having more fun oh. doing the side missions than I am doing the actual story, and that's not a shot at the story. Yeah. I love the story. But the side missions are fucking amazing. I love the combat mechanics. I love the traversal. Right. I love being able to like pick and choose whichever mission you want to do. And they're all relatively close to one another. Yeah. 
The driving mechanics are great in this game. I, I actually love them. They feel, what? It feels like playing Burnout. Like it, oh. the, it, it's. I don't like when you. When <laughs> oh, the, so I hate, I'm hate. talking about the uh, the Batmobile. Yeah. Um. When you have the actual combat mechanics, when you turn into a tank, I don't like that. But I love driving through the streets and chasing people. That's oh, a lot okay. of fun to me. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't like that part, but uh, I totally get that. Have you gotten to Batman where he has to collect all this fish? <laughs> Have you got that part where you have well, to no, fish? I, I found a saloon where I'm playing poker with people. <laughs> <laughs> I need to collect five bad fish. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it is It is a really good game. It all, it almost makes me more frustrated. I'm like, why didn't you play this game? That's a good question. Like, but now I have something to play, which is great. Hey, that's all that matters. And Absolutely. I remember why I didn't play it. It's because I didn't play Arkham Origins. And I think it was The Witcher or something that came out around the same time as Arkham Knight. There was another game that came out around that time. Maybe it was a Dark Souls game. So I just never ended up playing it. Right. But I loved that formula. I loved the formula of the the Arkham series. So I'm I'm so happy that I have this to go back to. Oh, now. that's great. Because I still have Pokemon Snap. Yes. And now it's a toss up between which am I going to play? Is it going to be Pokemon Snap or is it going to be Arkham Asylum wow. or Arkham's uh, Night? I, I, uh, we, and speaking of Pokemon Snap, we hope everyone enjoyed over at the Mushroom Club. We Absolutely. did the new Pokemon Snap over there last Friday. Uh, you and I have been texting each other back and forth being like, I kind of want to play Pokemon Snap. I kind of, uh, you home? I want to play some Pokemon Snap. <laughs> You're not home? I'm going to break in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was so much fun to go back and play a game. It was simultaneously different and similar, yeah. uh, which is an incredible uh, uh, needle to thread. But uh, but yeah, and so go back and listen to that if you haven't. But yeah, I, I can't wait to go back and play that game too. Yeah, I, I think one of the problems is, and we, we kind of talked about this last week on the podcast, which was that uh, as we get older, it's harder to find these games with stories that the mechanics kind of work work for us right off the yeah. bat where our patience to sort of imbue ourselves or, or endear ourselves to the game itself has has gotten harder and harder to do whereas like back in the day I could sit down with action figures and play with them for hours at a time hmm. with no story or anything yeah that's so weird that's probably an unrelated statement no it's definitely definitely <laughs> unrelated uh whereas like nowadays I wouldn't be able to but I remember back in the day being able to play with action figures for hours and hours and hours so when there came a time oh when they God. said we are going to put Toy Army Man in a video game. Yeah. I nearly shit my pants. He said it, everyone. <laughs> he did. He said his catchphrase. The word phrase. of the day. <laughs> the word of the day. So we are obviously looking this week at Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. I should have yes. asked you to tell me what the name no, of the game I, was. No, I still don't know what it is. Uh, uh, we're going to be looking at it on the N64. It also did come out for the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. N64 was the first, probably the most prominent release of this. The Dreamcast version didn't come out until a year afterwards. Okay. But it was 1999 on the N64, September 28th. You control Sarge to fight off General plastro of the tan army um <laughs> it's this is very color based so it's very very 2021 it feels like um, so the green is like the jungle people and then the the tans the deserts right like I, I think so isn't that like based on their fatigues maybe yeah Oh, wait, was there a backstory I don't know about? I don't know. Oh, okay. I okay. just know that there were... <laughs> You're being coy. <laughs> no, I think they were just like literally the same action figures, but like one was tan and one was Yeah, green. and then there would be like white, which is like snow, and then there's oh, like, yes. you know what I mean? Like fatigues, right? Right. So, um, the, the, the white ones would steal your friend's watch at a party because <laughs> we're talking about snow. That's an old that's an old story. Go back and listen to earlier episodes to hear about how snow did, not allegedly. No, allegedly. What's that? Allegedly. You got to say allegedly. I can't He'll say that he you. factually, objectively stole my friend's watch <laughs> no. as a kid. Did you see him do it? Uh, I heard my friend Tony 
said that he heard someone did it. Oh boy. So you, we're, you're definitely going to get sued. I just want to make it clear. I did not, Andrew Bascom did not say anything. This was all Mikey. Uh, what was your name? Uh, micro. Uh, 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 Mikey Achur. I think. <laughs> Mikey Aaron Achur. Aaron Aaron that was great, Mikey. Um, I, 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 all I will say yeah. is that Tony, my friend, <laughs> know someone who saw it happen. Oh, okay. And he turned around as the informer <laughs> to let everyone know that Snow Steals watches. <laughs> I see now where that road was going and I, I put up a roadblock immediately. It was it. a road to perdition. <laughs> um, so this this game, Army Men Sarge's Heroes. Andrew, have you played this game? So no, I've not played this game. Okay. Now the reason why we're doing it is because we were looking through our collection of games to play when we were doing Pokemon Snap and we came across Sarge's Heroes and I was like, fuck, I remember that game. Yes. Now, I do have experience playing this game. And and as we mentioned at the beginning, typically what we like to do is take a look back at games that we used to play when we were kids. Uh, in some cases, like this one, one of us hasn't played the game. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the game itself. I'll talk a little bit about my experience. We're going to play the game and then come back. I'm going to rate the game actually as I remember it. You're going to give the game a ranking as you think you would have liked yes. it. Yes. Had you played it back when you were a little baby boy, little dinky Andy. Okay, But relax. you still are a little dinky no, Andy. No, I'm not. No. What? Sorry, you're no saying that, but all that. I hear is, no. no one thinks that. No one thinks that. It's okay, little dinky Andy. I do like that you think you have to lower your voice. <laughs> I do. What? Because I'm big boy Mikey. I do like this is all built out of you not believing in yourself. And you're like, so I think I need to sound like this or I'm not. I'm a real man. This is no, I think it's just when I say big boy, Mikey, you think I'm putting on a voice because you see me for who I truly is. <laughs> it truly is. I, I like, it's, it's like big boy, Mikey, did you like red dead redemption? And he's just like, no, I live that life. I don't want to play that game. <laughs> Playing poker with all the bandits and Valentine. Oh my God. Um, so Sarge's Heroes, I did love. And again, a lot of it comes down to the fact that I had this strange fascination and still do to this day with miniatures. I don't know why. Interesting. They make me happy. Okay. And I'm not the only one, apparently. Well, no. Andrew. I'm not the only one. It's normal. Jesus. It's a normal thing. Okay. And just because I like miniature things doesn't mean I have a crush on you because you're a little dinky Andy. What the hell? I don't <laughs> love you and I don't want to sit on your lap again. Let's not explore that thought. I don't want to explore it. Okay. So drop it. I, I am. I have. And if you drop it, go pick it up. But sexy though. Go pick it up. <laughs> Bend and snap, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I did. I love this game. Now the problem is. Yeah. Similar to Pokemon Snap which is kind of fitting because we did that last week. Hi. A lot of... <laughs> hi, hi. And Hello. now you just assume the paragraph that we say. <laughs> um, I think I loved it based on the premise, not on the gameplay. Oh, and interesting. And the reason I say that is because I remember, even as a kid who could have been fooled into liking anything that had miniatures in it um, or anything that had Pokemon in it, right. I remember thinking, wow, this is hard to control. Oh. And that is... It, like. I didn't have that thought with Pokemon Snap as a kid, no. but I did have it for this, and that's a bad sign because most N64 games that we go back and play have bad controls, yeah. whether we thought they were bad back in the day or not. So yeah. I'm very worried about how this game is going to hold up. Do you know much about this game? I, I don't. I actually know so little based on, like, my, my impressions are based purely on the cover art. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, you honestly, honestly, basically get it. Actually, yeah. Andrew, why don't you tell me what you think this game is about? You already know that there's Sarge. Yes. He's got his heroes. They're on the green team. And there's General Plasma. Sarge? Sarge. Not Surge? <laughs> Sergey Baca. <laughs> um, and then you have General Plastro of the Tan Army. Yes. And tell me what happens in this game. 
What's, uh, what's this game about? I think you 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 have two armies, right? We know that. And they are in- That's literally what I just said. Good well, job. I'm just establishing- uh-huh. What I already established. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, go. No, you didn't. You didn't do a good job. So that's why I need to do oh. that again. So- Andrew. We have no idea what color these two armies are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got two armies. I think you are either- It's like King of the Hill where you're controlling areas of the map- uh, while eliminating each other's troops. No, story, story. Tell me the story. Oh, the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, basically you're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that was boring. Tell me something else. Um, okay, the story is... Um, okay, the the uh, Plastro used to be part of Sarge's armies and betrayed him and started another army, and now they're, uh, they, it's a mission of vengeance. Not really. Okay. But I mean, Sounds pretty good, though. No, so here's here's the thing. The story actually reminds me a little bit of the Lego movie. So oh. General Plastro has found a portal between... There are two worlds. There's the plastic world and the real world. The plastic world is basically oh. them imagining that the world that they're in is a real battlefield. So it's mm. like, oh, we are actual army men um, and women. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> and right. and uh, and the, the portal brings them to the real world. So okay. like your kitchen. Yeah. Now, General Plastro has found a way to get to the real world and bring back what he's calling weapons of mass destruction. But these are like giant scissors, oh, magnifying glasses. Nice. Like a very cool, That's cool. introduction. It's a great idea for a story. This this drips Toy Story. 100. Or, uh, or uh, what was that other movie that came out? Uh, mean Machine? Not Mean Machine. Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Yes. Small Soldiers was great. Tommy Lee Jones. Was it great? Uh, yes, it was. No, is this great because you were a child? What year? Okay, so what year did this game come out? In? This game came out in 1999. Okay. And Small Soldiers was, it was definitely in response to what we used to see after Toy Story came out. Where it's Toy like, Story came out in 94. Right. Uh, and Small Soldiers came out in 1998. Oh, there we go. Um, and it was just this time when they're like, there's a lot we can squeeze out of the yeah. Toy Story fruit. Oh, the Toy Story fruit. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, it tastes like Andy. <laughs> it's like that, the ball, the famous yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, Squeeze exactly. that, all that juice comes out of it. Um, and honestly, honest to God, if we get enough of demand for it, I'll do a Mushroom Club about uh, small soldiers. Oh, 100%. <laughs> the Mushroom Club, by the way, is our Patreon account, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Uh, we just did a, a, as you mentioned earlier, yeah. a uh, revisit, or not a revisit, but a review of new Pokemon Snap. And we've been known to do a movie from time to time. Yeah, uh, we did Mortal Kombat, which was notoriously, I think, our best uh, spoiler cast that we've done. And we actually released that on our regular feed. So you can find that right now. Get a little bit of a hint. We actually had quite a few people join into our Patreon account uh, after we released that episode. So thanks guys. Thank you. Um, So this game, uh, we shouldn't get too, too much into it because we want to play it and then talk more about it afterwards and your impressions of what you might've thought of it Mm -hmm. if you played back in the day. But I do remember, I didn't buy this game, but I did rent it a couple times. Okay. And that may say something about how much I enjoyed it. It wasn't one of my favorite games of all time, but I loved yeah. the concept of playing with toys. And renting something more than once is, is like yes. a seal of approval. A hundred percent. It means it was good enough to try it again. Heidi Klum's ex-husband of approval. See, oh, wow. Kissed yes. by a rose. Yeah, kissed by a rose of approval. Oh my God, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Man, seal is like sneaky. One of the things we reference most on this podcast. Honestly, we do. Seal comes up a lot on this podcast where in my normal life, I never once think of seal. <laughs> RIP to... Uh, their marriage? No, what's the oh. woman who played uh, Lucille? Oh, um... In Arrested Development. Uh, Jessica Walter. Yes. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> no, it is. I can't believe it. Oh, oh, this this oh, woman oh. who voiced uh, Sterling Archer's yeah, mom yeah. and Lu- and played Lucille in Arrested Development. Okay. Um, what was her name again? Jessica Walter. Yeah. 
I, how about this? That, oh man, I totally, okay. How about this? That's your that's your premise, right? Yes. The, the the Sterling Archer, blah blah blah. Uh, also hosted uh, CBS Late Night Lo- News for thirty years and was the most trusted man in America. Jessica Walter Limbaugh. Oh boy, <laughs> Cronkite. Wait, <laughs> yes, Jessica Walter Cronkite. It would be so funny if you're like Jessica. Wait, Sean Hannity's first name is Walter, and you're like, oh boy. Uh, but yeah. I don't remember the before and after that I was just going to do. That's amazing considering you you started. <laughs> I started it. And then I, I got to the second one. And I'm like, I don't even remember what the reference yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I played a lot of Sarge's Heroes. Now, notoriously, this game was always compared to another game called Toy Commander, which I also played. Oh, okay. Toy Commander was a lot more well-received. I was baffled by the reception of this game when uh, when I looked it up. In oh, the really? So what do you think? I You're going to be well, what do I think? shooting blind here. But uh, reception-wise... From Metacritic, what did Army Man Sarge's Heroes get rated? I'm going to say uh, right down the middle, 75%. 62%. Whoa, and we're playing this game? I'm very scared. Mikey! Uh, game Informer, though. Informer. Gave it a 7 out of 10, and then so my friends watch. Uh, game Pro gave it a 4 out of 5. GameSpot, though, 4.2. IGN, 6. So there was an element of affinity towards it, so I don't feel quite as bad for oh, liking wow. it when okay. I was playing it, but a little bit worried. Little yeah. bit worried. Man, do we have to go back and play Toy Commander? What are we doing? We may have to do Toy Commander soon okay. to see because I, I remember playing that. I remember that game being fucking hard though. Really yeah. hard. And uh, maybe Sarge's Heroes will as well, but f- for different reasons because yeah. the controls aren't very good. Um, I hope that it's great because I want my love of small toys and small things to ring true. Uh, I don't know it, that it will. I uh, No promises. Yeah. I... Uh, Oh man, please be good. Like, please be interesting. I just want to play the game where you're like, oh, okay, interesting, yeah. maybe good. I think, I think the way, what, 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 what could this game do to win you over? What do you want to see? If it, if it did something that was novel at the time, like something where you're like, oh wow, they did this in this time, really, 1999. That's right. interesting. I'm not expecting a lot from the graphics. I'm not expecting a lot from the controls. Right. But if they could tell me something in the story or a game mode, some version of the game, how I can play, sure. that's really. Like, that's kind of creative and gets you hooked a little bit. That's what I hope for. Awesome. I love it. I think uh, we go take a break and, and play this. But before oh, we do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to our partners over at ANC Games. Yep. The uh, beautiful people who lend us the games that we play uh, so that we can <laughs> it's avoid like a Vegas getting nightclub. They only hire based on looks. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They're all beautiful. Famous nightclub or American Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch, a topless uh, person out front. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm. They do that too. That they also have a top person out front holding video games. ANC Games does. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys yeah, yeah. want? You guys, what do you guys want? Pokemon Snap? We got Pokemon Snap. What Which about they Pokemon do, Snatch? And then they grab their crotch. Oh and my it's God. No, it's that's gross. not allowed. Don't do that. But do it. But if you want to go buy video games and you're in downtown Toronto or online at ANC Games Online. ANC Games Online. Damn. Or you can visit them in Toronto at a little address that we like to call... For fifty-two, Four. oh, for fuck's 52. sake, Spadana Avenue. You, you like? I, oh. They like one thing. They listen <laughs> for the whole podcast for us to say four fifty-two Spadana Sometimes Avenue. Sometimes I like to take it away so that they come into it not knowing they're going to get it. You don't, you don't get it every time just because you want it. You depraved animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is Beg turning. For it. This is turning you on. I don't like Beg this. For it. Okay, um, so you can of course find them at four fifty-two Spadina Avenue. Avenue. Wonderful people. Go buy games there great people good stuff okay guys we're gonna go take a break and play this game play with some little baby boys andrew's gonna feel right at home because he was a little dinky andy we'll see you guys on the other side great people i wonder if they had to get a a license for the concept of army men like if anyone has like an ownership over that yeah yeah like how and how much like how close can it be right like you know just even the color green you know 
or tan? Do they own both colors? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So we're starting here and you're in like a little barracks. Yeah. You're um, an infantryman. It's, it's cute. So Although it's like the only thing that makes this... Um, uh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. The only thing that makes this army man is the fact that he's green. Everything else could just be a real game. Okay, so here you go. So uh, we have our main objectives, find and rescue Grim, escort Grim to the helipad. As okay. we're running, everything is basically... Whoa. The, the camera doesn't control well. It's ba- no. like not even tank controls. The camera moves kind of predictive to where you're going. Yeah, it's it's a lot like an action movie in the way that the character moves first. Oh my God, you're on fire. You're on fire, but you- I can sprint. I'm trying to... Okay, so you can dive. The C buttons um, make you dive instead of controlling the camera, and that's kind of a lot to uh, uh, to wrap my head around. But God damn, this... The, the camera is reactive. You yes. know what I mean? You move first, the camera goes, oh, we're turning left? Like, yes. You know? Which is uh, no. and, and your your instinct is to use the C buttons to move the camera around you. That don't work, bruh. Bruh. Okay, so the draw distance is pretty shit. But it's not terrible though. It isn't, but it's for for the environment it's shit. But you could see the uh the enemy. Enemy's like a mile away. Like I just shot two guys, two two uh uh tan guys from like across the map. Yeah. And you can shift to first person. I got to be honest, the controls are not as bad as I expected them to be. Oh my god, that was pretty graphic. It's so this game was kind of known for being much more graphic than it had any business being. Is that because you can because it's it's, it's plastic. It's, yes. So, what how is the shooting feel, Mikey? You know what? It's not bad. I You're dead. How did I just die? I think a tank hit you. Oh, that'll happen. Mission Ooh. unsuccessful it turns out. Little uh, dog tags kind of like that. <laughs> So you'll notice, like, oh, the controls aren't as bad. They're not good oh. by any stretch, but it's not as bad as I kind of expected it to this be. This camera's going to give me a headache. It honestly is. Because you have no control over the camera, it's like playing in VR when you know you're supposed to be moving, but you're not. Oh, Andrew missed the tank. I got but it. But still managed to get it. Wow, with one speck of health left. You got to go. Oh, there's Jeez. a bunch of enemies running towards you now. I think you got to go find some health somewhere because yeah, you are Yeah, I'm working low. on it, Mikey. Thanks, buddy. Andrew, I, I think it. you should look after your health and wear a mask. Oh, someone's just what hiding in the, in the corner. corner. He's Blair Witching. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Blair Witching? Oh, Grim. Colonel. Colonel Grim. Sarge, the Bravo Company commandos have been captured, captured by, by Plastro's, Plastro's Army. Armies. I gotta get out there. Bravo can hold her own. Colonel Grim, your heart. I'll get to the helipad for evac. Okay, this auto aim is so forgiving. It's I don't so, know why I would ever aim ever yeah, again. Yeah, that's honestly once you once you start to get the hang of the fact that across the map the auto aim will take over. <laughs> the bullets are going in so many different directions. Yeah, I uh, oh there I got it. So him. Mikey's manually aiming, and the bullet went left, then went right, then went low. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually kind of what bullets would do, right? They're not always going to be consistent. Yeah, you're right. In in this game, realism is really important. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how far the auto-aim takes over here. I'm running out of guy from oh, across the Here map. it is. <laughs> there it goes. Now, you can see very clearly when the auto-aim takes over. Your shot turns into a banana. <laughs> like, it just curves like crazy. Got him. No, I didn't. Two shots. It takes two. It takes two, baby. No. Dude, he, why do I even aim regular? Let me, let me try that again. Okay, so Mikey failed really badly. Um, but that was not my fault. 
How is it not your fault? Be I like that I killed the tank and Mikey's like, oh, Andrew missed his first shot. Mikey's staring there, looking at the tank like he's taking well, a drawing. Because I was looking at the <laughs> tank and then I and then I pressed I pressed the uh, the aim button and it put me in the opposite direction. Mikey whispered to the tank, I'm going to paint you. <laughs> and the, the tank's like, no, and just shot him. Love yeah, it. Yeah, that's the tank's... Oh, excuse me for trusting a tank. See, that, man... I, Here's, you're you're yelling tip. at me like I didn't play the exact same game. Here's the tip. <laughs> Never aim manually. That's what I said at the end of my turn. And now you're on turn two and you're like, wait, why am I aiming? Yeah, but I want it to work the other way. I'm starting to think you don't listen to me. Yeah, he's like, oh, there it is. There's a whoop. There it is somehow. I was just going to say that, Andrew. Of course you were. Why did you steal my thunder? <laughs> uh, now I hate my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, too real, huh? So the only Got him. nice, the only thing I don't like about the tanks is they're the only one that can like see you coming. So like it's shooting before you've turned the corner. Yes. Which is like dumb. <laughs> oh, oh my God. The auto aim uh, is so forgiving. It's insane. How is the aiming both tremendously easy and infuriatingly That's, hard? Cause, cause when you're expecting it to work and it doesn't, it really fucks you up. Boy, boy, is that true? All right, let's all get in the toy helicopter. Grim. Uh, I, I literally got stuck in the helicopter. Where's Grim? Grim's all the way back there. Grim, what the fuck are you doing? How did he make it to a general and I'm only a sergeant? Colonel. Huh? He's a colonel. Sanders? <laughs> Dion Sanders? Yeah, that I don't like that. Uh, where, that literally, where is he? Did he get stuck? <laughs> there he is. He's stuck colonel. behind boxes. Come on, Colonel. Yo, do you want to shoot the? Uh, do you want to get rid of the barriers then? Maybe. Can oh, maybe. Le can I? Can I shoot them? Let me see. We'll find out. Yo, Grim. So we we saved the day. But he was stuck behind a pile of boxes. We blew them up with a bazooka. He ran out like it was his doing. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> no, not the helicopter. Oh, grenade launcher. Sweet. And welcome back to the retrograde. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, I'm not facing you. Let me face you. Dives on the ground and rolls. <laughs> I don't know how to turn into Pokemon, but when when can you imagine in this game ever needing to dive to the ground? Uh actually maybe that should have been the tank thing. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that tank had some splash damage on it. Tank had a homing missile. Yeah. Like, let's get real. And like the driver of that tank. Eagle eyes. Yes. Can see you coming, including through houses. Predicting you through <laughs> barn doors. I haven't seen him in two minutes, but I think if he's on the same pattern and the speed that I think so, and he's like <laughs> drawing with a protractor, he's like, he will fire now. And just, yeah, it turns hey, Isaac Newton, if an apple is thrown at degree theta, how much of you are a gay nerd? <laughs> <laughs> That's a TikTok that I like. Yeah, I like that one. Um, you haven't seen it. I sent it to you, and you didn't watch it. You told me that explicitly. Now that you said it, I'm like, I have seen that. Oh, you it's very funny. A bitch. I know no, it's, it's very funny. funny. Okay. Okay. Follow uh, TikTok. Follow Suplant. Oh, That's yeah. Mikey's account. Yeah. It's very funny. Thank you. Not every one of them, but like most of them are pretty funny. A lot, And the ones that are very funny have very few views. <laughs> All the other ones seem to be doing the just fine. Is totally broken. It is. Uh, okay, so we played Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. You're uh, still looking at the name when you yeah. said, what is wrong with you? I, I'm looking at the TV when I was like, I'm looking at Mikey and I'm like, hey, we played a game. And I go over to the TV. We played Army Men, Sarge's That's not how you're doing Heroes. it. You, you're like... You look army men and then you look at me and then you look back Sarge's <laughs> heroes like you can't you would be bad on survivor on that that thing where you have to like get somewhere memorize something and then run back. The worst part is I'm actually really good at that like I, I actually pride myself on like 
I pride myself on this heads up is like, uh, we're going to email you a code and it's like seven digits. I'm like, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't need to look at it. Don't keep it open. Close it. It's fine. So I pride myself on remember that. this? This is like seven letters. Uh, cause this is dumb. <laughs> this is, this doesn't army men, Sarge's heroes for some reason contextually doesn't make any sense in my head. Sarge's heroes, colon army men. I don't know if that's any no, better. Army men is the concept. That's what army you're playing as. The, so like if they made a second game, it would be army men Two. Yeah, there's Hawks like ar- there, there's like army men aerial assault or or like mm. air assault or something. Yeah, is another game. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. <laughs> oh, okay, good. We should play you that. Next. Love it. <laughs> I love it. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> we should do army men month. <laughs> army men month. Oh my god. Week three. I'm just like <laughs> I'm gonna be like Marlon Brando at the end of Full Metal Jacket. I'm just yeah. gonna be like the darkness. It Not took Full me Metal over. Jacket. Oh, Apocalypse um, now. Platoon. Apocalypse now. Apocalypse now. Because <laughs> it's like Heart of Darkness. Uh, no, the one where they play. Uh, Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, every every Vietnam movie ever. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, also, yeah. I think you mean Creedence Clearwater Revival. They also play Fortunate Son. Yes, yes. but but also uh, also Rolling Stones always do. Yes, yeah. Even even so much so that the Call of Duty game that was in Vietnam did Rolling Stones as well, going right. down the river. Right. You know, and you're like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! This it's Born like on the Bayou. <laughs> That's. Credence, but great man, song. you got like some CCR in the brain. Bone on the bayou. <laughs> was that good? It was not bad. I'm tone deaf. No, that was good. Okay, that was good. You, are you writing TikToks right now in the air? Yeah. Bone on the bayou. <laughs> Born on the bayou. I won't shut up for a bit. Born on the bayou. <laughs> okay, bayou. You. Okay, bayou. maybe I can do something on we that. Here, we here for you. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, first impressions of this game that you've never played before? Um, it is a game of um chance. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's not it, wrong. It is a game of chance in a lot of ways, but it's it's like it's kind of it's kind of complex in a way that like there are things that make it good, and sometimes those good things also make it bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Are the graphics good? Well, they're okay, but they're also at times really bad. You know what I mean? They're they're the controls. Sometimes it's oh that's kind of interesting, and then sometimes you're like oh man that was a nightmare. The graphics to me aren't worse than like uh, Rogue Squadron. It's it's all very like from a distance it's okay but hmm. up close it's not that great. But didn't we not like the graphics in Rogue Squadron? Yeah, but they were very typical for the time of an oh, N64 oh, game okay. that tries to have the the scope of something like this. Yeah. It's all very muted colors, one palette, the texture mapping's not great. Mm. But it didn't really the, honestly the graphics didn't really get in the way for me. I thought the character models were actually pretty good. I agree with you. Yeah. That was the best part. And the animations were pretty good. The problem is, mm. is getting the animations to interact with one another. And like the tan army has to be so stupid because mm-hmm, the controls mm-hmm. are so bad in this game yeah. that they'll often just, you'll turn, you'll turn around and they'll be like, hello, they're yeah, right no. behind, they run up to you and they're like, are you Sarge? They, they are handshaking distance away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, they, and they run up like really fast and then just stop. Yeah. And they're like, oh God, he saw me. Oh, uh, what's the button for shoot again? Like they act like you do when, or not you, you or me, when we're trying to remember <laughs> the, player, the controls yeah. of like, no, 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 you or me, oh. not, the, not the player. Okay. Just both of us. Not Gary player. Yeah. Not Gary player. No, <laughs> yeah. no, exactly. Um, Ash's biggest rival. <laughs> Is, I, I agree with you. Like those models and stuff are really good, but then also the Baron uh, like absolute barren level that you yeah. have to play in. There's just nothing there. No. And I understand that there's a little bit of like, it's, you know, it's supposed to be that you are a kid visualizing the stuff to do. So you'd put a block out or this, or this twig is a thing. I so think that's being very generous. I'm being very generous. Yes. I'm being so nice. Cause I'm going to hammer this game for a lot of stuff. So I'm being <laughs> nice about this kind of stuff, but it's like, I get that that's maybe the thinking behind it, Yeah, but it just, it's not successful. Okay. Yeah. I honestly though, in spite of that, 
I'm, I don't feel as bad for having enjoyed the game as a kid because I don't like, especially if you're thinking of what games were like back then, an N64 shooter often controlled like this, maybe a little bit better, but this wasn't as atrocious as I thought it would have been. So I can see myself having gotten into it. Okay. Smaller bite-sized levels. So even when we got close to the end and we died, replaying it didn't feel that bad. It was like like in huh. Goldeneye when you when you died in a level and you had to do it again. The levels were like five minutes, so I yep. never really cared. In something like Halo, I remember playing through the first time I played through a level and I realized that level was like 45 minutes. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was used to the pacing of a first-person shooter more like Goldeneye, where I'm like, four minutes and that's a level. Yeah. Now it's like 45 minutes. Yeah, that and that... Yeah, if that, if that was this game. Like, the, the, the levels are very short. Yeah. So it's very forgivable when things happen um out of your control and you're like oh i died okay well let's do right, it again right. you know whatever. maybe less forgivable and more it's not as excruciating when it does oh, okay. happen yeah, yeah yeah like if grim gets stuck on a, a box and which like, he did which yeah. was like we literally made it all the way to the helicopter and we're like where the fuck is grim the guy we're supposed to save we had to walk run around we're like on the mini map it's like it says he's right here yeah. and we walk around these boxes and realize he's like tucked in a corner in one of the boxes like what are you doing buddy? yeah what are you stop having ptsd like get out of here he's like oh the bullets <laughs> You're yeah, like, God damn it. Let's go. Be afraid of bullets. Yeah. Like I have to army carry him like over my oh. shoulders. Oh, army carry. Oh my is God. that, is that what, what, uh, Mr. Hammer does when he's, he's bringing you over for dinner, <laughs> bringing you over exactly. for dinner. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like they always do the story about the possessive, uh, you know, comma, like don't, uh, like we're having grandma for dinner. You know, it's like you put the comma in because we're having grandma over for dinner oh, or we're yeah, having grandma yeah, for yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Army yeah, yeah. Hammer doesn't need to do that. Because <laughs> he's supposed to like eating flesh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just like snow. No, snow, that was a real life thing. Okay. <laughs> That's legally, I can say that. No, you can't. Huh? You absolutely cannot legally say no, that. No, I'm pretty sure uh, freedom of speech. That's Okay. Yep. That's no, that is not how freedom of speech works. Man, people do not understand freedom of no, speech. No, no. I say I can say it out loud. And there can be no, no consequences because yeah. it's just words. Yeah. Freedom of speech, guys. Yeah. Re- the Constitution, read it. Look, I can say I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Freedom of speech. That's no, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. allowed. It's words. No, that's a threat. It's freedom of also, did you pay for it? For that- me to say that? No. Free speech. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. If I don't understand <laughs> what you're missing here. If it's just an empty threat. Yeah. I'm fine. No, no, no. I'm 100% going to kill you. Oh, whoa. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, deep ads, if I do not make next week's episode yeah. or there's a new co-host, you and Army Hammer somehow co-hosting yeah. the Retrograde Podcast, just me, something has happened to me. Please call the police. Local me, police. Army, a bunch of peaches. <laughs> I'm going to fuck those peaches. Millions of peaches. <laughs> peaches for Army. Oh, for Army. And of course, that is Army, Army men, Sarge's heroes. <laughs> I needed to stare at the TV again. So, Andrew, why don't you uh, uh, start letting loose? Why don't you huck some grenades at this game? Because I know you want to. Undo a couple of buttons, feel yeah. really relaxed. Okay, so I'll do the retro score. Uh, of course, it's out of four bits. And this is your perspective based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it back in the day. Right, so this is all hypothetical. This is 1999. A little baby little dinky Andy. Jesus. Sitting on his dad's lap. Yeah. Daddy, can we go to war? And his dad just staring into the distance, that thousand mile stare, remembering his days from Korea. <laughs> the, the, the helicopter turns into the helicopter. The fan turns into a helicopter noise. <laughs> the the grates over, like the 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 blinds over the light gets really hard under his eyes. He's yeah. like, "I'll tell you about war." <laughs> <laughs> Plastic figures everywhere. What? Yeah. The beanie baby wars of the <laughs> early nineties. 
It was brutal. A lot of good men that died that day. Um, okay, so yes, out of four bits, here's my hypothetical score of what I would have thought as a child. Uh, this would have had its place yeah. in my life. Like I, while I did not enjoy this in 2021, and we'll get to that in a bit, I, I can't really- I didn't th- get that impression from you. Oh God. Is uh, I try and Mike to be so positive too. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Right, okay. <laughs> is um, is it when I was a kid playing this game, I would have liked it. There would have been a place for this because it would have been you know unique. We didn't have all these games. We didn't have a Call of Duty to compare it to. This right. open world running around, shooting, doing kind of, you know, there are- tasks that you need to very specifically do in this game we didn't have that right. you know what i mean and if we did they were they were a little different this had its own fun aesthetic to it it had you know the thing like you were talking about with your childhood that you know you can go back and like kind of reminisce about and that's really interesting um so even though i don't think it would have been one of my favorite games i think it would have been maybe a two rental just like mikey did yeah and i would have given a two and a half out okay of four. that's i think that's fair and honestly that's kind of in line with a lot of the reviews that it was getting it okay clearly had a good idea in its head and I wonder if, ironically, time does the opposite of what it should. Where we're like, no, it was a good idea. It yeah. just wasn't executed well. Whereas, like, if it ha- if something comes out now and it was a good idea and it's poorly executed, we're like, how did you fuck that up? Yeah, fuck this. But now there's so much being muddled with regards to bad controls just mm-hmm. based on the mm-hmm. time. The camera being an issue in most games anyway that it's almost more forgivable sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's the case with me. I all I was really looking for in this game as a kid was an excuse to play as little army figures. And the problem is, um, you're barely even playing as army figures. Oh God, you're really not. You're just playing army. But that kind of yeah, because okay. you're basically just green and and tan. Yeah, like but you're, you're soldiers. You run soldiers. around. Yeah, with the exception is there's no blood. But for the time when maybe you you couldn't really <laughs> set people on fire in video games all that often. Yeah, you could do that in this. So that it it allowed itself to have another element of violence and darkness to it that you right. couldn't find in other games. And as a kid, I was looking for outlets for that uh, because I was running out of small animals in my neighborhood to oh kill. Oh my God. Um, I, I, I did really like this game. My my weird obsession with miniatures was taken to another level with it. Uh, two times rented, one time... I feel like that's a saying. Two times, <laughs> blah, blah, one time, <laughs> two, blah. Times, yeah. uh, two times rented... <laughs> Three bits out of four. Oh. Um, but it's not that much higher than you, but it, no. it, it did the job. It did yeah. the job. Now, unfortunately, um. I think we're going to be shifting for you to a, a different tone. Yeah. I, I will give it my modernist score of what I thought after just playing this game, which I did seconds ago, a mere seconds ago. A Frank mere seconds ago. A Frank mere seconds ago, which of course is uh, a knockout. Uh, <laughs> no, I just played the game. Um, it Yeah, it wasn't successful. For right. Me. I, I didn't enjoy this game and I think unfortunately fails in a lot of ways. You could, you could look at it like, oh, it's a failure because it has just outdated itself and now we have games that are now not like literally tens of thousands of times better than this right. game. You know what I mean? It's warp speed yeah. past it. But I don't even need to do that to make my point that I don't think this game is successful right i think this game is unsuccessful because of the the strategy it it sets out it simultaneously wants to be fun and kids and has this like different idea yet asks for very uh like it's an ultra violent uh, war game that could just lose the gimmick completely sure it's got this weird draw distance and auto aim and all all these things where it's like it's kind of fun you could just run around and shoot but at also at times needs to be hyper specific at aiming yeah. and like and doing that and you're like well wait it, is it both and it's like oh yeah it's trying to do both 
It doesn't do both. Right. So, and and that's that's my problem is like, so the draw distance is so shit, yet they give you a sniper rifle and can shoot opponents that haven't even fully rendered yet. Yes. That's, that's weird. odd. You that's know what I mean? weird. It is. It's just, and then it's barren landscapes. It's just, it's one of those ones where like, I get when it came out N64. I totally understand this whole idea, but, but in the modern day, in 2021, in my mind, I'm not going to speak for Mikey. I just don't know how you can imagine this is successful in any way compared to the many games that have come past it in the 22 years since. Yeah. Even some games before it. So I am going to give this, I'm going to give this a one. Oh, four. okay. I'm All sorry. Right. I wasn't going to go under that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that you're wrong in any way. I can see you going even lower than that in this yeah. game. This game is incredibly barren. Um, and I, just so the listener is aware, I, I like to contextualize the year sometimes okay. because 1999, you know, 96 to 99, it's like what came in those eras? Good question. This was, this was an expansion pack game, so it should have been harnessing more power from the N64. Right. In 1999, you had Donkey Kong 64, Ooh. a much more beautiful game yeah. and a much more elaborate game. Yep. You had Silent Hill, a okay. classic, yep. Final yep. Fantasy VIII, Age of Empires II, Ooh. which tough to compare because that's kind of uh, uh, apples to oranges, yep. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Ugh. Crash Team Racing, oh. Shenmue, Resident Evil 3, Siphon Filter, Ape Escape, Siphon Filter. Medal of Honor. So if you want your, your war fix, you could get it there. Uh, Tarzan, Pepsi Man, oh. um, and and several others, including Toy Story 2. Now, the reason I bring that up is because it's easy to dismiss some of the issues based on the fact that this was a game of a certain era. Sure. But other games at this time were doing it right. And I think that has to factor into the overall score. And before I looked that up, I was actually planning on going a half point higher then I'm going to end up going oh, okay. because that's kind of unforgivable. There are elements of this game, the complete lack of control of the camera, the complete lack of detail in relatively segmented levels where I feel like they could have imbued it with a little bit more meeting texture mapping yeah. and made me feel like I was playing as a, uh, as, as a toy as opposed to a human being. Um, and there are ways, you know, when you get into the real world, there are those elements where you yeah. start to play, you know, finding the uh, the uh, uh, the magnifying glasses and things like that. It does it does kind of get a little bit more gamey in mm. that sense. But in spite of all that, I actually had fun playing this game. Oh, OK, wow. I, I think that it was so simple that just living in this world and the for some weird reason, and I, I, th this is almost bad of me to say because I can't really qualify it and I don't know how. Mm. For some reason, shooting an enemy across the map, even with auto aim, felt satisfying to me. Yeah. And that element of satisfaction yeah. is something that you don't always get from games of this era, regardless. If I'm going to pick up and play a military style game with this kind of graphical fidelity, there are better options out there, even from 1999, as yeah. we just spent. I was going to give it a two. I'm going down to a 1.5 on this okay. one because of, of what it's up against and that it could have done more. Yeah. If you had a two, I honestly would have been like, okay, explain this further for me. <laughs> 1.5 though. I totally understand. So in our retro scores, I gave it a two and a half. Mikey gave it a three for a five and a half out of eight. And in our current scores, we are going with a two and a half out of eight. Two and a half out of eight. It's not great. It's not good. Uh, but look, it's, it's dishonorable discharge. Well said. That's also what my doctor said about my penis. Ew. Yeah. When you watched Killmonger. Yeah. When I watched Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. I started dishonorable. <laughs> I, I went to the doctor and I was standing there. He's like, what's that sound? I'm like, what? Oh, 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 it was continuing. It hadn't stopped since you watched it. And good. he's like, is that dishonorable discharge coming from your <laughs> hoang? And I was like, yes, it is, doctor. Is that coming from your hog? That's a medical <laughs> term. 
Where's the medical? I, I brought my pig in. I was at the vet. I was like, yes, it is coming from my, my Since hog. Since you're here, can you take a look at my hog? But also my dick's dripping. <laughs> um, so look, a, uh, a overall score of a surprisingly high eight out of 16. I'd say, yes, that is surprising. But I, I personally don't mind that because I think the game is still kind of fun. Do I recommend you go back and play it? Probably not. No. Uh, I think let this game exist as it was in your memory because the weirdest thing about it is going back to playing it and realizing that it's not even reminiscent of playing as toys. It, no. It just, it isn't what it promises that it's going yeah. to be until later in the game when you get into the real world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But even then, the controls are the same, which aren't yeah. very great, and the novelty wears off. Um, so that said, eight out of 10 in the in the, in the the overall score, I think there's only one thing left to do, Andrew. Let's warm up the band, Mikey. Warm. Let's let's warm up the band. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I'm like rubbing them down, yeah. like over their oh, shoulders. I'm like, come, come on, on, guys, come you're on, good, you're good. Loosen up, loosen up. You're okay. good. Okay, now I think they're ready to all play right. us in. Here we go. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, oh wow. What a time. Gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. And Elliot shows yeah. up wearing all tan. All tan. Uh, he's saying something by that because they're notoriously the bad guys. And uh, the first thing they do in this game is uh, comment on uh, the green skinned buffoons or yeah, whatever they call yeah. them. Little racist. I, a little racist. I know you're being super antagonistic by doing this and I respect that. I do. And yeah. also, I mean, we we have to be cognizant of the fact that uh, Elliot, mm -hmm. back when he was in the game, the rap game, yeah. obviously, yeah. Uh, he did go by the name Lil Racist. <laughs> Lil Racist. Yeah. yeah. Which made him very popular among certain people. Certain people. Oddly yeah, exactly. Enough. Exactly. So strange well little racist we can do rap too <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the people being like supporting it for only the sake of like it's it's good it's like oh, i don't know man all right so elliot why don't you reach into that tan pocket pull out that manila envelope which kind of tan yeah yeah camouflage is in there and uh, let us know what this game wins i wonder if he knows from which um pocket to to get it from well he's checking all of them yeah because there's a lot of pockets there's a lot of pockets thing. yeah it's cargo it's, it's, he, only, he looks he like he looks like a 50 year old dad on vacation <laughs> he could zip them off and turn them into shorts <laughs> hey shut up i have a pair of those pants <laughs> the worst buy hall of fame oh, oh interesting chai chi i'll take a refund from that mr worst buy is that shocking no, no, no. Because the worst by Hall of Fame to clarify is the current score below a three. Yes. Uh, I, I think this game was totally fine back in the day, but in the modern day, it just misses the mark in so many levels. It tried to capitalize on that toy mentality yeah. back in the day of toys having a life of their own. Other things at the time were doing it so much better and they likely will have aged you know, much better than this. Yeah. I think at one point we should go back and play the original Toy Story game. Because I'd I remember that. We should almost dedicate a month to earlier movie-based video games. I'm talking Tarzan. Yeah. I'm talking Toy Story. Yeah. I'm talking, we already did Aladdin. Yeah. I'm talking a bunch of other ones that I can't think of right now. Oh no, for sure. Toy I, Story 2. Toy Story 2. Yeah, the, the Disney, there's a bunch of Disney games at the time that were really good. Lion yeah. King game was really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that'd be really good. I actually, I we haven't talked about this previously. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna spring it on you, okay? Right. What if the next theme month, we don't know which month it's gonna be. Okay. We leave it up to a vote. And so we have different themes like game show month or Ooh. something like that, or this month. And we could name some examples. I like that. And people vote for it. And that's the month that we'll do. I like that. You Sometime know, they're going to 
shit all over yeah, us. Yeah, whatever the fuck worst. Us over so hard. Yeah, whatever the worst one is, they're gonna be like, yeah, make these idiots do that. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? We deserve it. We deserve it. Punish me, daddy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I won't even have a safe word. I want you to hurt me in all the ways you can imagine, especially psychologically. I do hate myself. I do detest my life and my existence. I want to feel pain, and you can yeah. give that to me by voting for the worst thing you could possibly <laughs> D do. D-Bads, can you please spin my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> And um, I don't know. Um, Step on my balls. Yeah, I don't like. Honestly, like, find what? your pointiest shoes you have and um, hurt us. Yeah. Um, take that real sharp, hot pointer from a fire <laughs> and shove it in my ass. <laughs> so obviously, we mean that by making us play a game show month or whatever I came up with there. So yes, we're gonna put cut all of your fingernails, <laughs> store them for like I don't know a month and a half, <laughs> like whatever, and give them to me. I'll, I'll chew on them for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so that will be coming up soon. I don't know which month we're going to do that, but that will be coming up because we do want to like... Nose hairs? I'll snort oh, them into my nose if you want. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so... We're going to be, so well, that will be coming up soon. Uh, but Army Men, Sarge's Heroes. I just made a peach. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, next week when you and Army, <laughs> you and Army and a bunch of peaches. Uh, the noises will be spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone put the cans on. Ooh, it'll be spectacular. <laughs> I just think it's funny with Army's, Army Men. It's like it tried to do, what probably made it so remarkable is it's like huge open world that you're right. like, I'm running around. People could be anywhere. That's so fun. And it just like, Ultimately, that is something that people have perfected so much so that Mikey thinks things are too big now. Yes. And now it's like that not only was uh, not appealing, it might be one of the biggest downturns of the game. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, you know, not that it's an open world, but each of the levels are relatively open and you just have to find your way where to go. Kind of like Mission Impossible was for the N64. Yeah. Where it's oh, like God. this world is existing already. That was a that, very good game. That man. was such that was a, a good game. game. I want asking for remasters. Do that. Yes. Dude. Holy God. Yes. I love Holy that. God, indeed. Okay. So thank you so much for listening the retrograde podcast we love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon my name's mikey aaronworth what the hell my name's andrew bascom this is the no you <laughs> now you go dude what did uh, you do why did you do that uh you know what <laughs> i'm taking over oh no <laughs> this is the retrograde podcast that's a little dinky andy i'm oh, big boy mikey off. and this is the retrograde game, game over fuck you <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Can't take it all. Can't take it with you. Game over. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs>